0: She sold millions in real estate transactions, a successful investor and entrepreneur. He's mentored and inspired top mortgage pros throughout Chicagoland. Oversaw billions of dollars in mortgage closings, a trendsetter and entrepreneur. They met through his most accomplished protege, an elite loan officer, businessman, and developer. Together, they recruited some of the real estate and financial industry's biggest talent. Shh, it's time to listen in and discuss market trends, secrets, and advice with your all-star panel at Market. Overdrive, here's your host, Carla Mina.
1: Happy, happy Saturday, everyone. It is a pleasure to be here, sequestered in the Market Overdrive studios with you this afternoon. It is I, Carla Mina, residential real estate broker with Coa Banker, and my co-host, Javier Garcia with the Federal Savings Bank.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing this Saturday?
1: There we go. There
2: we go. <laughs> sound bites.
1: Oh, uh, what's going on with our producer this afternoon? It's a little chilly
2: out there, so we are, we're getting adjusted.
1: He you, you needs some eggnog. Oh! <laughs> anyway, Javier, I'm so stoked about today's show because, as you know, I'm an art junkie and, of course, a realtor. And when you put those two things together and you're able to find amazing talent that not only beautifies Chicago, but can also give a sense of appreciation in a, or value in our neighborhoods. It's like a win-win for everybody.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I was really excited when you kind of mentioned the topic initially, and it's just, what can you say?
1: Well, let's talk about that person that's not in the room today. My co-host, other co-host, Nick Mametti, he's always like, okay, so why do you want to have a topic like that? Where do you come up with these topics? So we're always going back and forth about, you know, topics. But I think today is very important to me because I'm one of those people that get criticized for saying everybody's beautiful. Like, you thought that person was beautiful. You thought this was beautiful. And I just seem to think that self-esteem goes a long way when it comes to creation um, within ourselves and the space. So when you
2: could not agree more right and i actually had a very this is an interesting story just like i'm gonna make sure not to go on a ramble in here i'll take 30 seconds of your day (laughs) but i remember when i was 11 years old yeah and i went to go visit my dad my dad worked at you know a grocery store over in maywood and i remember there was this woman she wasn't a beautiful woman per se but my dad kept calling her you know hi you know beautiful how are you doing you know things like that you know he was selling at that point in time and i remember the lady walking out and i remember to ask asking my dad i was like hey i'm the, you know you were just like very nice and sweet to the lady he's like yeah he's like she has the option of going to about five different grocery stores in the neighborhood but she comes here because she knows that i compliment her and i call her beautiful and i make her day every single time that she comes here and there's a time where sometimes she comes in three to four times a week he's like and i honestly think it's just because she comes in for the compliment he's like but he's like that's the one thing you got to do and he's like you got to remember he's like you always got to compliment everyone you always got to make everyone feel like they're a million bucks.
1: And that is so true. It goes a long way in our business, right? The business that we're in. But without further ado, and to share his story and how he became the signature line that it's you are beautiful all over Chicago. Welcome, Matthew. So, so much for being in the studio with us. How are you?
3: Good. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> I love because he's a very chill person compared to like, ah, I'm so excited to have you in the studio. He's like, uh, yeah, thanks about that. <laughs> but you brought us goodies.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got some stickers and tins. and
1: uh, I love it. Yeah. 365 phrases, one for every day of your year. Can you tell us a little bit more about the You Are Beautiful concept and how that came about?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, was born in Ohio, went to school in Indiana, only lived in small towns, uh, moved to Chicago in 2002, and was blown away by the city and um, just loved it. Um, but, and so I wanted to sort of add something um, to the environment. So I started uh, with a hundred stickers. Wow. And uh, so I put those up. How's that? (laughs) I love it. Um, I put those up and around. And uh, it's just something that's kind of grown organically uh, over the years. Uh, Later, I made a single HTML webpage that said, uh, you know, if you want five free stickers, send in a self-addressed stamped envelope. And mail started coming in. That's
1: a great idea. Yeah.
3: And so this community has kind of, you know, grown around the world Uh uh, and we just printed our three million sticker in a hundred different languages.
1: How long did it take you to build that audience?
3: Uh, it's taken quite a while. I mean, it was definitely a slow and organic process, and it right. was more of a, a passion project in the very beginning. And now it's uh, turned into a full time uh, business that um, able to kind of do uh, what we want to do uh, and live our dreams. So it's, it's I awesome. love it, yeah. and and I
1: and I love the fact that it originated from passion, right? Because you had a purpose, and it's the passion within that allows you to create such wonderful big. I mean, you. You're everywhere now. I, I, you're at the school over on Belmont. Um, I remember showing a property. And actually, this was a time when I wanted to open up my own office, and I was looking at space. Not open up my own office, but just have my own space for my team. And I was on Chicago um, North Avenue and i saw a property and someone was showing me this area and i was like okay i'm so afraid to come here it's not safe but they're like did you see the you are beautiful sign there's this is a trend-setting neighborhood it's coming up and blah 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 and i was like okay how are we identifying the growth the health growth of a neighborhood and just you know in value by your 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 art and i think that's brilliant because we do have a lot of artists in chicago um and i love the fact that you put your stamp and you are beautiful it's an amazing concept So I commend you for that and congrats and, you know, great work and keep going, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I know that you've um, that you're going to be working on a lot of projects for some of our colleagues. I know that Tommy was on our show and you're going to be hooking up, per se, his space.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, going to be I've worked with Tommy and Josh for a long time and I'm really excited about their new project. And so, yeah, we're going to. Uh, try to fill the interior with a lot of uh, sort of uplifting words to kind of keep you going in the, in the workday, which I think is really important. Um, Not only is there, you know, I think there's nothing more important than public art because it's accessible and everyone can kind of come across it and it makes your day better. Um, But also in in the spaces that we live in and work in, uh, I think it's really important to stay motivated and remember why you're doing things because things kind of get tough and old and, um, you know, kinda like keep to just sort of keep you motivated and keep you going, keep you in good spirits. Um, so you're sorta doing the right thing for the right reasons. And North. especially
1: with this weather, right? Everybody kinda gets <laughs> <Yeah>. down and
3: <laughs> Absolutely
1: right. So it's always a good reminder of uh, what it is to to just uplift and add some beauty to the city, um, yeah. and of course, going back to the the value that it pro, that it provides. us. <laughs> when so we're trying to sell properties and say that's the neighborhood. Or when people have add you to a conversation, right? They don't even know that you're the genius behind the artwork, but they're driving down Milwaukee and they're like, "Hey, did you see that you are beautiful?" Or you know, you're in Boys Town and did you see that you are beautiful sign? And it's kind of like a landmark now of where you are, and it's kind of like finding Waldo. How does that make you feel when? When people start addressing neighborhoods with the "You are beautiful,"
3: yeah, I think that's really that's really cool. And I actually, uh, not even I don't mind that it's sort of more anonymous. I kind of you know prefer that because. The idea is um, you come across it and you're able to sort of like if you see a, a small sticker or you see a big installation, you're kind of met with that message. And then you can take it on whatever, you know, way you need to take it. And you don't look at it and say, oh, that's so-and-so's project. It's like, oh, that's here and it's for me. And it's to, you know, to make me feel better. So, uh, you know, I really like that aspect. But, uh, yeah, we've had an l- opportunity to work with a lot of different um, neighborhoods, community groups, the city uh, themselves and companies. Um, and, yeah, we're uh, have installations from like Lincolnwood, uh, Rogers Park, uh, throughout the city, Andersonville, um, uh, Roscoe Village, all the way down to Beverly and Pullman. Um, wow, so you are in Beverly. You're in the yeah. south side of Chicago. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I want to yeah. shout out to my friend Kevin Rock, if you're listening. Obviously, this is a great effort and a great uh, project. i love for you to bring it to the south side and connect with Mr. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have friends that come on our show that are doing, you know, specific works in different areas of the city of Chicago. So it'd be Awesome to connect you to because, or just with anyone who's listening that wants to promote, you know, the idea. Um, So going back to that passion and doing stuff that you love and why you do it. In the studio with us is also my colleague and business partner Araceli Medrano, who's here to share her story about how she got into real estate and also why does she give back and in and and in which way she's giving back in twenty
4: sixteen. Welcome, Araceli. Thank you, Carla, for having me. So, um, yes, yeah, Carla said, um, you know, I started a, a toy drive, um, and it's been going for four years now. Um, every year, well, this started. Um, I, you know, I worked for Department of Family and Children's Services, so my passion for um, giving back started then. Um, I saw the need um, for the need in, in, in different communities, um, and so. I decided to, um, once I left DCFS, I decided to, you know, continue giving back, even if I was not in that field anymore, I, you know, I, it, it's something that it, it serves my purpose, I guess. And so, um, yeah, I've been doing it for four years. Every year, I donate the toys to different organizations. Um, and um, this year, in particular, I'm donating the toys uh, to DCFS and also to Homeless Shelter. Um, and, um, I mean, it's, it's just part of, I guess, you know, I always say there's a, a mission and then you have a purpose. And my purpose has always been to help those that need, that especially the children. I've always been uh, passionate about that, you know, um, just because I've worked with children who uh, come from, low-income community so that's the reason why I started this toy drive
1: I love it it goes back to our passion and why we give back right as Realtors we're always so busy and we're always so consumed with servicing our clients but it's good to stop even in you know we are in the holiday season so everybody's cheerful and it's giving back this is something that it would be great to carry on throughout the whole entire year and that's why we sequestered this amazing talent today with Market Overdrive because we wanted to share that gift of giving with you Um, I know that I'm very passionate about it so I wanted to share that joy with you and I hope that you you're giving and there's always the gift in giving and it's so cliche but it's so true Um, so tune in with us hang out with us we're here for another hour we're going to be interviewing matthew and hearing how he made this come true and hopefully it can you know inspire you to do the same you're listening to market overdrive and you can reach us at 312-642-5600
0: market overdrive here's your host carla mina
2: Hello, everyone, and we're back on the show. Our producer, everybody got caught up with the timing. (laughs) Love it. Love it, love it, love it. That's what
1: happens when you're doing Facebook Live, and you're also (laughs) trying to do a radio show. We're doing
2: everything. We're
1: doing everything today. Our uh, producer was helping us out. But um, again and again, thank you so much for making time for us, Matthew. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your story with us um, because it's completely separate from real estate and making money and you know getting a house and becoming a homeowner but i think it speaks loudly about how diverse our business is do with real estate. it does it does tie it up it really tie does. it back to you real know estate. me i'm
2: a love guy i'm a passion guy you know that's really like what i kind guy. of gravitate to and i i honestly for whatever reason i will always say like there's a couple of first things that you're always going to remember your first kiss when you lose your virginity and then when you buy your first house right it's the truth it's just something that you always going to remember and it's there's a love and there's a passion about it and it's really something where you make it your own because for the first time you own something you could personalize it you if you wanted a mural with graffiti or something in one of in your workout room or something you could do
3: it Right.
2: Right. Because you're making that investment with your own property. So there's a lot of love. And there's a lot of passion. And there's a lot of memories that go into it. So I do really do think that they tie each other together. I really see that as something more of, um, of a movement in regards to people kind of having a different mentality overall. Um, I look at it as people just kind of accepting one another for who they are because a lot of the times it's not just the beautiful part of someone superficially. Um, sometimes. Something right. that makes someone beautiful is who they are, the way that they act. Um, I love but, you know, there that. There was I agree a time with 100%. I posted something where it was like, it's not your beliefs, it's your actions that really mm. dictate exactly what kind of person you are because you could have all these beliefs, but if you don't actually act on those beliefs and you're actually completely opposite, then you're just a hypocrite. Right. Right. So you're more based off of your actions. You know, whatever your actions are, speak louder than whatever your beliefs are supposedly are. So I tend to find that because I really do. I'm one of, per, one of those people that I really find everyone to be beautiful. And I always kind of say love. And I remember when someone once was like, hey, you can't just throw love out there like that just like so freely. I was like, why not?
1: Right. Yeah. You're just inspired and you're passionate about everything that you see. And it is beautiful. Um, you know, like going back to real estate, right? You're looking at a neighborhood that's run down. It's not inspiring. You're looking at neighborhoods that don't have uh, parks, um, that every corner has a liquor store instead of a park or instead of a Whole Foods and then you're talking about the demographics of neighborhoods that no one's giving back so to be able to see an installation that says you are beautiful, it's inspiring right, and uh, I think in the studio we all share that love for Chicago like we love it, we sell it, but because we love living here, I mean we have to we're still here and it's this cold outside <laughs> and we're still you know producing and all but you know, um, it's inspiring Matthew to see the changes that you've made in some of these neighborhoods, right, because we see it in Lakeview, we see it in Lincoln Park and they're already beautiful, but when you see it in these up-and-coming neighborhoods, I mean, it completely changed the paradigm of what we think it's beauty. Don't you agree?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that... Uh You know, going back to sort of public art, it's that, um, you know, it's it's out there for everyone and it's out there for anyone to kind of come across in their daily life. And so, you know, in my opinion, these stickers and these messages should be everywhere. You know, Uh, we recently started doing a lot of pieces on fences. And then I realized there are a lot of fences in this world. And like, (laughs) wouldn't it be nice if they at least said something nice to you? Uh, So how cool would that be um, to see these messages um, all over the world? Uh, so that's what I'm always kind of driven and excited about. That's what gets me up in the morning is to kind of get these, um, out into more and more neighborhoods, both in Chicago and then, you know, around the country.
1: And I do have a lot of friends that uh, on Facebook email me and were like super excited that I invited you here because they're artists themselves. Uh, William, this is a shout out to you. I know that you reached out to me this morning. Um, but he's an artist, he's a muralist, and he um, specializes in Pilsen per se. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you specialize in a certain neighborhood, but I've seen a lot of his piece uh, art in, in Pilsen. So how, did, how do you get started? How do you become that campaign to be part of the city and to be allowed to have your artwork throughout?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that... Uh you know, early on, I guess I would say the pieces were done without permission, you
1: could say. What? <laughs> <laughs> were you like spray painting in the evenings and then and not trying to get caught?
3: <laughs> yeah, or like just screwing up giant wood <laughs> letters graffiti. and things. I love yeah. that. <laughs> um, and, and then as it, you know, it started to spread and uh, especially with the stickers kind of being, you know, everywhere... Um, people began to sort of reach out and be like, hey, we want this in our neighborhood. Um, how do we make that happen? Uh, so it was all kind of just random here and there. You know, we have that piece on Lakeshore Drive, and that was through the Parks District. Um, yeah, that's a
1: huge piece. Yeah,
3: that that was a really exciting one. Uh, and then Andersonville was the first time that we sort of came together and put together a little program, like a neighborhood. program. Where it became program. legit. Yeah. <laughs> like the
1: alderman wanted you there. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: <laughs> And so basically it was, it was like super easy, we just got permission. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went around and found all the different spots that we thought something would look good um, or that made sense to have the message there. And then we approached the the property owners. Um, and then we obviously needed money uh, to make the stuff and install the pieces. Um, so we did a Kickstarter campaign. And in other neighborhoods like Rasco Village, they just did a community fundraising. Um, other communities um, down in Beverly and other, they just have money um, put aside for public art. Um, Um, So, yeah, I do truly believe that these positive messages do bring value uh, to the neighborhood.
1: That's amazing. That's great. So if you are an artist and you want to get started, obviously, you know where to start. But if you do want to bring this to your communities, you can always reach out to us. And obviously, you can find Matthew where I found him on Instagram. (laughs) Um, You can Google his name and find him. But if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and start a project like that, where can they reach you, Matthew?
3: Yeah, so I'm Hey, It's Matthew across all channels. Uh, And then the project itself is Yab Sticker. Um, Yeah, and we've got contact uh, info on the site.
1: Love it. If you have any questions for Matthew, our guest today, please call us at 312-642-5600. But I do love the message, and I love that he's got the one campaign across all outlets. You're talking about social media right throughout. Mm -hmm. It's Hey, It's Matthew. Mm -hmm. That is super cool. Hey, you got to be an artist in order to come up with great things like that. So again, in the studio, we have 365 phrases, one for every day of your year. What is this all about?
3: So that is a a project that I started uh, two years ago. Uh Um, I did it over winter break to kind of, uh, you know, because I just wanted to make something for the coming year. Um, So basically, it's just an uplifting, humorous, or sarcastic uh, thought. Every day. Um, and so every day is like a new adventure, and they're a lot like fortune cookies where <laughs> you might open it, you know, rip off a day and be like, whoa. Oh. Like, that's exactly what's going on. Oh, this and is then so cool. You might also rip off one day and be like, I have no idea what that means. And it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> um, oh, this is so cute. For so,
1: Wednesday, January 4th, it says, Be outstanding. Friday, January 13th, love your heart out. Oh, yeah. these are so cute. Be nice. Oh, I need that. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I need Where that. is
1: Nick? I need to give him one of these. Never, yeah. never for granted. All the time. These are so cool. I love it. So positive. We need this for Sundays, and of course, Tuesday, January June twentieth. I have to share. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I a love lot. It.
3: Yeah, a lot are uh, aspirational or inspiring. Um, some are also humorous. I think early in January, it's um, all you do is win.
0: You know, all you so do is win. win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Great. is that when we start the year uh-huh. in, the business, right. in, the, in the business cycle of real estate right. <laughs> get your troops together all yeah. we do is yeah. win mm-hmm. i love it it's uh it's such great positivity and you know it's cool because it's december the holiday season's upon us i'm going with the kids tomorrow to christmas tree oh, cool. so everybody's in that joyful mood of giving um, our Sally Medrano in the equity partners team is you know she's leading this group of c- collecting toys for us um, and then we're also going to go to the offices uh, or the DCFS offices to give the, ki- uh, the kids toys so this morning, I was telling my kids about you. Um, I was on their way to their play date, and I was telling them you were coming here, and they saw the video of your story, and they were like, oh, my God, that is so cool. And my, do- my daughter loves to draw, so I was like, yeah, you could get inspired by Chicago artists because, you know, you can always make something out of art, so applaud you for that, um, but if it, it is the holiday season. It's time to give back and find ways to doing it and align yourself with. People who care, right? Um, because we're not just business professionals. It's not just about helping you find a home. Um, I love having, you know, my hands in the community and seeing how we can help people grow um of course the the dream of home ownership it's rewarding to us it's why we keep doing this because it could get you know ups and downs right we absolutely (laughs) we go through so many heartaches when it comes to getting a transaction to go through but it's not transactional
2: part about the transaction i think that we fall in love with you know it's like that's why you always say you're gonna know like when you started business like you know where you're doing real estate what i'm doing in banking it's a very personal transaction. You're going to be dealing with the same clients. You're going to go out looking for properties. You build a relationship along the way.
1: Right. You start to care about them. Their yeah. goals are your goals. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy.
2: Exactly. Like you both align to the same goal. You want the same thing for each other. You want to make sure they're happy. You're going to be happy if they're happy. So that's why it's like one of those things once you're doing this for at least like one to two years and you're used to like committed to this business. It's because you love what you're doing.
1: You have to love what you're doing. Araceli has a story. We had a Market Overdrive listener who called us, um, and he came. He called us and was like, "Oh, I listen to your show all the time, and I'm so inspired. I want to buy a house for my family and I." Um, and it was a very, very, very tight budget. Or can we say? very conservative budget so it was a hard thing but she got it through so when we come back we'll share that story with you so we can keep you inspired obviously for 2017 Um, you're listening to Market Overdrive if you have any questions for us you can reach us at 312 642-5600 happy holidays
0: back to Market Overdrive Here's your host, Carla Mina.
1: Welcome back, and thank you for hanging out with us this Saturday afternoon. I hope that you've gotten your holiday shopping list started and uh, you're writing that list to Santa Claus. My kids still believe in Santa Claus. Isn't that cute? I love it. If they're listening, Santa Santa Claus Claus. does exist, and they sent their letters. I'm sorry. There is Santa Claus. Okay. (laughs) to make sure I don't confuse my children. But anyway, this is Carlomina, Mina, residential real estate broker with COA Banker, and I'm here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. And we're here to elevate your real estate IQ, but I thought it'd be cool, and because we're in the <coughs> holiday season spirit, uh, that we talk about giving back, you know, and what makes us... Tick. What is it that drives us every day? And I think it's overall it's passion for what we do, um, but because we actually do it by caring, and we care for our clients. And before we went on break, I started to mention about a, one of our listeners who called in and said that they were inspired by our stories and they were intrigued by the world of buying versus renting. Um, this particular particular listener had three kids. Three, three yes. kids, um, and so he is really amazing family, right? The father gave back the mom and they really wanted a house and they were so excited because they had actually explained to their children, you know, the concept of buying a home and what it would mean to them. And so we met with them. We walked them through the buying process and then our Sally worked with them in showing them property. So I want her to share the story because I think she pretty much went through every single heartache or hardship that a realtor could go through when working with a buyer who has a you
4: know a challenging budget per se for that neighborhood. Definitely. So when I met this family, it was an instant connection. His, you know, when he mentioned that that was their dream, I made it part of you know my dream as well to find them. Making my mission to find them their home. And we went through different, you know, we looked at different houses, and because he's he was an FHA buyer, we had to look at certain things. And a lot of the, you know, his price range, a lot of the houses had a lot of, you know, chipping paint, and it was as-is property. So we had to keep going and looking for properties that uh, would qualify for an FHA. And so, you know, it, it was definitely... Um, challenging but not impossible so when we found the property um it was just so rewarding because um the little girl it, you know and and the girls are super smart girls you know they were the ones looking every night looking for the properties they would send me the the um the ones they liked so I would go in there and, and do how old the, are they they are um one of them is in sixth grade the other one is in eighth grade and the little one I think she's um starting first grade how cute is that yes. to
1: empower your children and with such huge transaction for the family. I think it was a family project and, and I loved it. And I love the fact that you said that you made their mission your own. And just so you know a little bit about Araceli, she comes from she was a teacher prior to um, working for the non profit So it's always in her blood, I think, to give back. So I love the fact that you've been able to combine your careers together, but still keep the mission of helping and giving back.
4: Definitely. So
1: I think that's what made it easy for you, because <laughs> we always have, uh, you know, meeting uh, business meetings on Monday and every day and every Monday she'd come in like, oh, we got you. know, We couldn't get it. It, was, it didn't pass FHA or it had too many damages. FHA wouldn't approve it or, you know, it was never like they didn't want it because they wanted something bigger, or something better. It was always that they couldn't get it because of the restrictions of the guidelines with FHA. But at the end, you were able to find them something in the neighborhood that they were looking, in the size that they needed for their children, not in the best condition, but it was something that they were able to make home and regardless of the condition of the property, they were so happy
4: were. when. um And I love that you bought them a you bought them a little house or
1: something. I saw you so, posted.
4: Right. So we went to um, see a lot of houses, and in one of the houses, um, the little girl saw uh, a camping house, and she told, um, she said, "It. I want a house that can fit a camp house." And so you know, I I, I took that you know, and I I you know I I, I thought about it, and then when it came to closing, I said, you know what, I'm going to get her something. I'm going to get her that camp house that she wants. Oh, I guess. So so yeah, I mean, it was just like the little girl is you know, I, I guess for me, like Carla said, I come from the social services and I work for CPS. And so I, I working with children is my giving back to children is my passion. So when I saw the girl and her lights her eyes light up, I'm like, OK, this, she's going to be happy when she sees, sees this. And then the letter that she, her dad wrote to me after because she was so happy that she got it, it was just, you know, even more rewarding. So I guess at the end of the day for me is just like seeing her smile made me happy.
1: I love that. (laughs) What did the letter say?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to read it? You have Uh not
1: No. But you know what? The thing, the cool thing about this is that it is so cool to work with someone that actually cares because I hate it when people say that realtors is all about the deal. It's all about the transaction. It's all about the money. Yes, the money is good, right? I mean, let's, let's be honest. But at the end of the day, it's about that interpersonal gratification that you get when you realize you've done something for someone else. And you know, as a Latina coming in from Honduras or moving to this country, I realized that to be part of something bigger, you know, it's not we're not just selling zip codes. We're not just selling homes. You know, we're selling a lifestyle for people because going from being a renter to 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 owning your own piece of, you know, the American dream is amazing. But doing it with someone who actually cares about that project and it cares about you being a homeowner, it makes a difference. Don't you? Don't you agree? I agree.
4: Definitely. It's
1: definitely what keeps us going all the time. Mm-hmm. And I know that briefly, Matthew, you would said that you were like, I need to buy something. Is this even possible? I mean, like an artist such as you, you have your name all over the city, per se, your art. And then you weren't even a homeowner.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we've been renting for uh, a, a long time and being self-employed. Obviously, um, you know, it, it's hard to sort of prove what you're sort of able to do. Um, we? Yeah, you keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tommy uh, popped in and um, really took c- good care of us. And uh, we got something right away um, in, in the school district that my son was already in. And so, yeah, we're all set up. And uh, it's really exciting. Kind of make it our own.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. See, I love those stories because, again, it goes back to the children. School district. School boundaries matter. You're listening to Market Overdrive. We'll see you soon.
0: Market Overdrive. Here's your host, Carla Mina. So.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Market Overdrive. We are a real estate show, and of course, this afternoon we are talking about art. Why? <laughs> because it makes sense when it comes to being in Chicago, and Chicago is one of those dynamic cities where you know we're trendsetters. We're the Midwest, but and we're not competing with New York when it comes to like oh, all the artists community. But I think that overall, there's growth and there's opportunity for a bunch of Chicago artists. Do you agree, Matthew?
3: Oh yeah, I think Chicago is an amazing place to be. Um, Definitely here for the long haul, for for good. Um, I think that uh, there's so much potential and so much opportunity and and it's, I don't want to say easy, but um, everything's accessible enough to make what you want happen, happen. Um, you so know. when you
1: say it's easy, is there not a lot of competition or just Let's not, not a lot it. of talent?
3: Oh, no,
0: more <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> more that... Um, you know, you can find a studio for pretty affordably, right? You know, you can get materials, everything's, you know, um, you know, at your fingertips. And then I feel like the Chicago community of artists and designers, uh, is very collaborative. So I've had tons and tons of collaborations and people helping. Um, and it feels like a very nurturing, uh, and caring environment where, uh, it's not stepping on each other. It's all working together to, it's to collaboration, take us all up. Collaborative yeah. effort.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, there's something to be said about Chicago and the lifestyle that is Chicago. And I know that when we're selling real estate, we're always talking about the lifestyle, right? You're living close to Wrigleyville. There's public transportation and you're close to the lake. But I think overall, the sentiment is that the people here in Chicago, they do have or share in a collaborative effort to just be kind to each other, I believe. And maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but it's, you know, the is We're school, Midwesterners. That's mid, the- right? We're welcoming. Midwest people
2: are just kind of like, they're just very you know, warming people. I don't know if it's because we have brutal winters or something like that, but like if you look at Chicago, like just look at a lot of like the things like city of big shoulders, you know, the second city, you know, the windy city. It's like, I don't know. We take like a certain pride from being you know, Chicagoans, you know, it's like right now it's like we have probably one of the worst uh, things to be proud of or anything right now, but we're leading the country right now in murder rate, right? Shut up. Is,
1: really? Did you have to bring that today on this no, show? No, but this is
2: actually <laughs> one of the reasons, this is why we, I love what he's doing, though, because this is something that is more of a message that we may have to promote more in some of those, you know, urban neighborhoods where we're having these issues because a lot of the times, you know, I think that violence and some of those things that come about is because of a lack of love, right? right. You don't go out and hurt someone because, you know, a lot, you know it's love. A lot right. of sometimes these people just don't have love. You know, they come from families where maybe they only have, uh, you know, a father or they only have a mother or they come from where sometimes they know they're being raised by their grandparents or situations like that. Right. That happens in a lot of these neighborhoods. And I think that if people were to promote a little bit more love and actually, you know, kind of like the old saying goes, it takes a village to raise a child. You know, it's really something that people have to exemplify and actually share on a daily basis. Share your love your neighbor you know and spread that love to everyone regardless of who it is you know it's just something where it just it's just going to make everything a more beautiful place it really is
1: and i'm very optimistic about the economy right and not to say anything about our upcoming president i'm, I'm seriously optimistic about what can happen to this country but more so i i love to hear i like the fact that it, it's trend-setting for people to get involved more now they're looking and seeking out organizations that they can partner with so they can give back i think it going back to the individual And having the individual become responsible for helping those around them and being in a community. I come from a small community where we all helped each other because we all knew each other. But here, because we're so segregated, we're so different, you know, about your neighbor. I think it's a great trend for people to start aligning themselves with organizations and give back to the individual neighborhoods. Because some neighborhoods do need us more than others. Um, But we do have a caller who's calling in to say hello to Matthew. Mr. Choi, what you're on the line. <laughs> Did you really have to call in and harass?
5: I just call in to show my love to the Mod Squad crew. And I love you, love you, too. We love you, too. My boy, Matthew Hoffman.
3: Hey, Tommy. <laughs>
5: so it's I hear you heard, you, you made love. this uh, gentleman
1: a homeowner. Matthew
5: is such a savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and wouldn't I say do, by I, his personality. I, I some real estate feedback. As a, as a top broker in the city, I will say... A lot of uh, clients, they, they're starting to um, identify and love neighborhoods that are, are promoting business owners, landlords, buildings that are allowing um, commissioned artwork like Matthew Hoff and uh, J.C. Riviera. There's a lot of great, awesome artists out there. And um, it, I do see it as an inviting, welcoming, warming tone for neighborhoods and for our sellers and buyers, too.
1: I love it. I think that's a great idea. Of course, we're all we were just talking about giving back and making yourselves responsible for giving back. And I think if you have a message like this in one of your your buildings, um, it it just resonates with the fact that you are someone who cares, right? Um, and definitely add value. I was just saying that. You know I've seen his uh, artwork and, or installations in some of the neighborhoods that you know that do need inspiration so to be able to be touched by the love and the message that's within you are beautiful um, and definitely increase values within a neighborhood uh, I think you should listen and, and really make yourself competitive and call in Matthew so you know you can do um, he can come out and do your next installation somebody a little birdie told me that you're gonna have some cool art pieces in your place
5: yeah he's doing our new office too and I do. I gift a lot of stuff, his website. Uh, I think with it was his, It's I'm sure he gets inundated and busy with holiday orders with such great things, uh, client closing gifts. Uh, he has this awesome calendar that literally, uh, I don't understand how the universe works, but every day is a new message, and it's very <laughs> pertinent to how my day is going. So I appreciate uh, him and all of you guys.
1: Oh, we appreciate you thank you for calling Tommy we love you and good luck with all your endeavors in 2017 so yeah you uh we do have the the statements here I love them what if that's a good one what if (laughs) exactly you're listening to Market Overdrive if you have any calls uh, or I'm sorry any questions for us give us a call at 312-642-5600 we'll be back with Araceli Medrano and Matthew Hoffman
0: back to Market Overdrive here's your host Carla Mina
1: Oh, God, I hate it. it we're back. Well, we're signing off because this is our last segment. So, um, like you, Matthew, I'm not very popular, so I don't have a lot of friends. So, I use Market Overdrive Studios so that I can sequester people and make them hang out with me.
3: <laughs> well, this has been great. It's a great excuse to hang out.
1: Yeah. Yay, I love you. <laughs> See?
3: <laughs> Do
2: you <laughs> me a favor and don't accept that friend request. <laughs>
3: As soon as my I get my phone charged, Javier we'll is teasing
1: yeah. me because I was like, "You didn't accept my friend request." I'm like stalking him all the time. I'm like, stalking "I like that picture." No, I love the concept. I love that you know you're able to you know, be an artist and express yourself and then just beautify our city. So I I think it's a great concept and of course everybody
2: you're immortal I'm, man.
1: Yeah, you're basically <laughs> Honestly, and nobody even like, knows who you are. It's just you are beautiful. Art so t-
2: like I remember this art teacher. She always like threw that at us like in third grade because like some kid was like, "I hate the, you know art." class. She's like, you know, art and music are the two things that will make you immortal. Once you make them, you're always going to exist.
1: Exactly. So see, I like to drive around with the kids and say, Hey, I sold that unit. I sold that house. they're like, really? And I'm like, I know what it looks like. And then I've also told them that I have keys to the entire city. So I'm like, you see that house there? Do you want to see inside? Because I have keys for it. And before they even realized it, you know, like sometimes I'll drive up to places and I know I have to go in there to grab something. I'll just be like, I'm going to go in that house right now just because I want to. It's how I like to them so I can keep them intrigued and entertained while mommy's working. <laughs> is the Huckleberry Finn book, That's right? Awesome. Hey, help me paint the fence because it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I mean, obviously uh, my job is not in the scale of yours and of course you're you're definitely changing the world and our city. Um, so thank you so much. Matthew, if someone wanted to get a hold of you and also learn more about your art, where can they get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can go online. Um, it's youarebeautiful.com with dashes in between it. So ur beautifulcom mm-hmm. um, And, yeah, that's where we've got all our sort of public art projects uh, as well as a store. And uh, we'll still be um, shipping till I think this Thursday we're, we're guaranteeing shipping um, in time for the holidays. Uh, we've actually been absolutely in, inundated. Uh, it's been a little too much, but really exciting. But yeah, we're shipping out hundreds and hundreds of packages a day. Love um, it. And we love that it's, um, m- so many people are sharing this message with uh-huh. other people. Um, and so hopefully people are gonna have a beautiful uh, holiday.
1: Great uh, gift ideas for your clients, Javier, if you're interested, you are beautiful. I would definitely I love to receive one right of this. No, I'm
2: going to look at the right now. And, uh, <laughs> You're going to get a pretty big order from us, probably.
1: (laughs) Yay! I'm (laughs) super excited. We
2: got to go to the You Are Beautiful store.
1: (laughs) Well, you have to do it yourself, Javi. And of course, with us in the studio, Araceli. Araceli, for your mission uh, this holiday season to give back to uh, DCFS and collect toys, where are we collecting the toys?
4: So, we have actually a couple of locations. Um, We have Coldwell offices, so you can go to either 1959 North Halsted Street in Chicago. 1457 North Belmont, 1840 North Clark. You can also go to uh, Wintrust in um, Pilsen, 1800 South Blue Island Avenue. And um, you can go to um, the north side. Loan Mortgage, uh, 3069 West Armitage Avenue Um, in Palatine. You can go to Salon Lorene. 833 North Quentin Road. And you can also go to Citizen Law Group at 2101 West Division Street. So those are the locations where you can drop off your toys and give back and help us give
1: back. Of course, we're going to be dropping off the kids and personally giving them uh, to the children. So thank you so much. It's been a great show. We'd love to give back and we'd love to hear uh, from you and how you're giving back. Uh, but definitely 2017, we're super psyched. And we are the mod Squad. We're signing off and enjoy the rest of your weekend. See you here next Saturday.
2: Bye, everyone.
0: You've been listening to Market Overdrive Radio. Brought to you by Carla Mina of Coldwell Banker, The Nudo Team, Mortgage Expert Nick Mametti, Grocco Funis of iLoan Home Mortgage, Josh Martin of Citizens Law Group, Patty Mamoni of Staging Wendy City, Javier Garcia of the Federal Savings Bank, Mario Correa of Correa Law. Thanks for listening. For information about anything you heard on Market Overdrive, visit MarketOverdrive.com and be sure to tune in next Saturday.